little man. I will destroy you! You sound like a jerk! If you ask me, everybody in this theater is a giant sucker! Especially you! I was saying, Bruins. Give me some sugar, baby. I got news for you, pal. You ain't leading but two things right now. Jack and shit. Jack left town. Oh, Punchy, you so crazy. And we're back. <laughs> Bunch of dorks. What is this? Two, oh, God. 257. Show 257. <sighs> oh, man. Another 100 and we can be a 357 like the Magnum. Yeah. The most nice. powerful handgun. No, that was a, it's a 44 Magnum. 44, yeah. It's not the most powerful anymore, but it was at that time. It was back then. Yeah. I'd like to think of it as the most powerful. I still would not like to get shot with one. No. I wouldn't want to get shot with a BB gun. So No, you know. I have been shot by the BB gun. It yeah, hurts. me too. Pissed it me hurts. off. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so what are we doing? Who are we? My name is Mal. This is uh, Bunch of Dorks. We advise you to go to bunchofdorks.com for all of the humor, comedy, and, and educational experience that you can handle. <laughs> we'll educate, we'll educate you up about movies. Yeah. That's on Slow Robot to Go Go. Mm. We'll educate you up about uh, the the funny books and yeah. the funny papers and funniness. That's yeah. on uh, two, two, dimension. two Dimension Podcasts. Don't look for any directions there though, because they they have none. And then the third button at bunchofdorks.com is of course this one. Yeah. Or you can check iTunes or Stitcher. Or, yeah. Or slice. slice, or just you know whatever. Uh, and if you you if you're like sitting there in your life and you're like, man, you know, I really need a lot more of Mao talking in my ear. Yeah. Well, your 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 ear holes are gonna be happy because at 10 p.m. every Sunday on Radio St. Pete, I have a show called The Indie Circuit, which plays a lot of independent music. Uh, so yay for all that. And I'm sorry for my long shtick. Find us on the internet. We're there. What do you got going on, Doctor? And who who are you, first of all? Who the hell's aside of uh, me? Uh, yeah, Doctor Morbius from Parts Unknown, baby. Yeah. Well, what I've got going on right now is I've got like I think I talked about it on got Slow it Robot. Got it going on. Got it going on. <laughs> Let's get it on. Let's get it. Uh, you I, got it. I got I got um my Kickstarter pro- uh, project. Nice. Which is which is just I need I need some money, so please give it to me. You know, nothing really is going to happen with it. It's just <laughs> cash that I need to. We got to make up our own Bitcoin scam. Bitcoin. We're going to be like, hey, we're we're the new internet money. Yeah, we're the internet money. Uh, you know, send us some of yours, and we'll send you back bison bucks. Remember yeah, from the uh, remember bucks. from the ends of Saint of uh, Street Fighter. Yeah, bison like, bucks. I'll be like, you'll get your very own bison bucks. Oh, copyright. Uh, yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah. Come that, at me, Capcom, bro. That and. Um, <laughs> Uh, <laughs> destination nightmare. <laughs> <So> <laughs> blog are we too off the charts already? Are, you, are yeah, we we're out of control <laughs> with bitcoins and shit coins and whatever? Yeah. Bitcoin. Yeah. Who thought that was a good idea? I was like, oh, let's just I make read, up some of the I money. I read a website one time yeah. and they were going off in it and going, "This is the next currency. This is going to take over." Everybody. All you millennials out there, get your Bitcoin. Yeah. To me, Bitcoin is like what you use at one of these pinball machines or whatever. Hey, I need two Bitcoins to play a game. You got an extra Bitcoin? Because yeah. I got to fire up. Yeah, I got to fire up Galaga. You got an extra Bitcoin on at it? First I read that, I read, first I heard about it, of course. I'm like, well, that's just a horrible idea. And then I was like, but I'm going to go buy one just to have in a in a bag somewhere in some drawer that I'll forget about. And then I was like, you know, I thought it would be like a dollar for a Bitcoin. And then it was like 1800 bucks. I'm like, oh, wait. 
what? Well, I guess I'm not going to buy a Bitcoin. <laughs> yeah. And I think I misunderstood that. I didn't even think they were a physical thing, were they? Like, I think it was all I just internet. And I was like, well, I'd, I'd like one internet, please. You know, and just nothing. <laughs> yeah. and just just get out of here. You it's like the biggest scam ever. Yeah. Yeah, shysterville. You know, and, he's and, like... And that and that tool, Russell Russell Brand or whatever his name is, he was going online. Oh yeah, Bitcoin is the currency of the future. All oh, you people out there need to get Bitcoin. I'm like, dude, you're just scamming another bunch of dopes out oh, there. Oh yeah, man. Yeah, whatever. It's all it's it's all a scam or a Sealy Dan. I'll, I'll, it's uh, the royal scam. I'll explain it the way my father famously told me when I was a young kid. Son, when it really hits, the only thing that's worth anything are bullets and water. There you go. <laughs> Just, and that's the straight-up yeah, truth. There you go. Water yeah. and ki- the the ability to kill other people for their water. Or animals to eat. Nah, I would just kill people and steal their. Oh, okay. And eat them? No. That, no. Hey, that would be. What, what do you prefer, the uh, zombie apocalypse or World War Three? <laughs> that, wow. that would have been. That would have been for the, great. This or that. We play our this or we play our this or that game over on uh, Slow Robot Go Go. Take your pick. Yeah. Zombie Apocalypse or World War Three? Three. Yeah. Hmm. I would say the Zombie Apocalypse because it would just be complete anarchy. Like, okay. if it was World War Three, I'd still have people with big machine guns going, you don't know how to shoot a gun. Get back to your, uh, okay. get back to your ho- hovel, citizen. Where if it's a Zombie Apocalypse, it's, it's, it's on like Donkey Kong, so I can just shoot whatever I want. Good point. Good and point. I have a lot of guns and a lot of bullets. Yeah. And a lot of pent up hatred. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I think I'd be I'd fare fairly well in any kind of apocalypse. Uh, <laughs> you know, like the Undertaker. I that's how I'd be like the Angel of Death when I rolled into a town. It would just be kind of the end. People would see the little black truck and they'd be like, "Oh shit, run!" Oh my. He has okay. a burn the place to the ground kind of thing going on. So let's get out of here. <laughs> oh my god. It's happy hour here. It is it's happy such hour. a happy light. We've got our drinks, you know, here. Yes. Martinis and stuff. Wow, so very we're nice. All, we're all doing good. And other lies. We're going to go to some music, and when we come back, we're going to actually try and focus in on some reality, like, yeah. a, like a subject or something. Uh, or a 22-pound cat, one or the other. Oh, yeah. That Boom! We're about that, yeah. Eskimos seem nice. Yeah, they do. I think Eskimos are smug.
Sometimes you hit the wall, my friend Sometimes you're in the clear Though the valleys are unexpected It's the mountains you hold dear The proof is in the pictures You can see them anytime When black clouds are descending You just keep them on your
right, that was Ninja Gun. The CD is Smooth Transitions. I played for you Maybe You Should Explode, Purification Ritual, and Dead FM. Very, very fitting, because <laughs> I think we're talking about radio. 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 Wow, wow. That's our topic today. Uh, well, we I guess, we, we, do you want to talk about the 22-pound cat? Yeah. <laughs> Quickly? All right. Apparently, there was a, this was news yeah. yesterday where a 22-pound cat held a family hostage. Wow. And um, I was like, I, th- I, I thought the I, I thought the punchline was going to be that the 9/11 operator was just or the 911 operator was just like, dude, grow a set and just <laughs> hang up on them. Yeah, I, I love cats, but let's just say none of them are going to be holding me hostage at any point. I'd be like, look, I'll kick you through the freaking wall, and the cat would be like, yeah, you will, won't you? I mean, the cat scratched the kid, I think. So what? Cat and I scratched? guess and I guess he's trying to protect the kid, but the um, kid probably grabbed the cat's tail. He or probably some did. Shit. Yeah, he probably flung him in the air. And then because ca- kids have no concept. No. And cats don't take much guff, you know. No. <laughs> the cats are going to be like, what? They'll turn around and whack somebody yeah. if you grab them, you know. Yeah, they don't yeah, take yeah. it, yeah. you know. <laughs> but it was like the family. The funniest thing was it can, there's a, a recorded message of the family hiding inside the room. He's out there, and he's like crazy. And you hear the cat in the background. Meow, you know, and I'm like, it's like, she, I got you in there, she. I want to get you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> coppers, send in some catnip or the, fir- or the, or the lady dies. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, this is the most bizarre story. The fact that they got, oh god! And then, the, then the end, and the end thing was that they, he kept the cat, didn't he? Yeah. Whatever. What the hell? I thought it was all bullshit. I thought it was just a big dumb. It does like, sound like fake, a hoax. It's a hoax. It was, it, whatever. They're just looking. They're like the the boy in the balloon. Remember that balloon <laughs> the boy? Bu- the bubble. The, the bubble guy. No, no, no. The balloon kid. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah it's yeah, all just yeah, bullshit. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, this is the age of hoax. Yeah. This show is a hoax, by the Thankfully, way. Thankfully, it's not the age of Aquarius anymore. That was a little oh, bit too hippy dippy for me. Oh man, the age of Aquarius. This is the dawning of the From age hair. of Hairquarius. Yeah. No. Anyway, we're the, and we heard that song where on the radio. Yeah. Nice, nice toss. <laughs> anyway, we're talking about the evolution of radio, I guess. Um, I guess. Well, oh. And cats. And crackly microphones. What are you doing, microphones? Stop it. <laughs> My Mugami cables better Mugami. not let me down. Yeah, those are expensive cables I bought for these expensive microphones. Yeah. Anyway, um, radio is a curious um, what is it, Mar- entity. Marconi, you know? who created the uh, radio? Somebody... Fargan Marconi. Marconi. Remember, remember Johnny Dangerously? Oh my God! Uh, <laughs> you fucking asshole! That fucking asshole! That was one of my favorite movies when I was a kid. I'm sure it doesn't hold up, but it was no, funny as hell. No, it doesn't hold up. But the, the stupid names of the people were pretty yeah. funny. Yeah. So radio, I mean, radio started out as being the form of entertainment in the household. Like, yeah. kids would gather around and listen to the serials. They'd listen to Lone Ranger or yeah. or the the, the, the shadow, shadow, the yeah. shadow. I remember uh, my father talked a little bit about what, like listening to some of that stuff. Like every Sunday at, or every Saturday at seven, they'd listen to the Dark Shadow, and it would be a really all, epic. You all, know? all the uh, it was it's like you're it's like watching the the Walking Dead. You know you 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 you're, you know you set your you know your day or your night to listen you're to your the, the story or whatever. You know? Yeah. And the thing is, all the famous actors did radio because it was part yeah. of the. It was money to be made. They did their movies, and then they would do a half-hour radio yeah. show, either live or what. I think they were done live, actually. A lot of some. Of them, I I actually have a copy of the War of the Worlds that yeah. I listen. I listen to it probably. Um, I bet you at least once a year I listen to War of the Worlds. I just I have it. 
it's an incredible like if you just listen to it like especially if you're at work Talk about hoaxes yeah if you're in a cube farm you put this on and you just let it let it happen let like just listen to it as it's presented to you what an incredible yeah what an incredible thing you know and that was the power that showed the power of of radio you know and i think it was also the first way humans could like kind of reach out almost like right now this dude's talking to me right now yeah and then everybody it would be like a communal thing because the next day you'd go to school or wherever you go oh did you listen to the did you hear what the big bopper said or did you you know in the the music thing when it became more of a uh, a di- like they used specific demographics to to pitch stuff. in the fifties. You know, yeah. in the fifties, you know, uh, Wolfman, and the Wolfman Jack, and, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, and everyone had their shtick and everyone had their thing, and it it blew up. I mean, it really. Yeah, I mean, in in the forties, it was just like a vehicle for, and it was an all around entertainment thing. It was like yeah. there, you go to the movies, of course, you know, but there was no television. Right, right, right. So when you got home and you want to be entertained, it was like it was it was what you had at home. Then in the 50s, of course, television took right. over and video killed the radio star, as yeah. they say in the, in the song. Woof, woof. What's that, Lassie? Smoke Chesterfield. Good idea, Lassie. <laughs> yeah. You know, <laughs> advertising dollars drive many things in our world. Yeah. Um, and and with, with the inception of television, it would naturally seem that radio would feign. Right. But, but it didn't. It, it did, kept on. It kept on, and it actually even kept gro- growing higher and higher because all of a sudden cars had radios. Yeah. Car at radio was a way of, uh, and when, when my God, when transistors hit. Oh yeah. Remember transistor radios, those first I had ones one, yeah. where they were like that was the coolest thing in the you world. Could, you, the kid could take it everywhere and listen to. The, you didn't have to listen and, to your parents' crap. You could listen to. And they did. Yeah. I remember we used to ride bike, and and you'd have somebody would have a transistor hanging on their yeah. on their. Oh yeah. Handlebars. Uh huh. Yeah. As you're hauling ass in your BMX bike, you know. Yeah, that's your radio for your bike. You know, you it was. Listening to, yeah, and then and then in the fifties, like you said, they started like targeting our audience, the teenagers. Groups. The teenagers got targeted movie wise, you know. And record uh, executives record, were like, yeah, aha. There's money to be made here, you know, because these kids have money that their parents give them as allowances, and we can get money not from the parents but also from the kids. So. And I think I I didn't watch. The, I'm sure there's documentaries out there about them, and I want to. I should go find them because it's interesting to me. I think the disc jockeys back then were under a lot of pressure to take bribes and kickbacks to yeah, play payola, records. Yeah. Payola, right? Payola scandal, which was yeah, was Alan uh, Freed. Yeah, the, the, there was a section of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame that had that talked about him. Yeah, and that's really very interesting. Because yeah. on one hand, you're like, well, who cares if somebody's getting a little bit of money to play to play a record? That's how the world goes. Yeah, yeah. but. That's not how the world's supposed to work, but it is how it really works. I mean, you know, and they kind of talked about how they were almost as bigger or bigger rock stars than the music they were playing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The the DJs. Yeah, they became like uh, Alan Freed, superstar. You know, him and uh, Wolfman Jack was on the yeah. West Coast, and you know, and then even throughout the seventies and eighties, you had the your local guys like in Miami. We had Rick Shaw and Jim Dunlap. They were like big stars. Whenever the Beatles would come to town, they'd meet with the big DJ and hang out, and they'd do like an interview and blah, blah, blah. And then the, the, a lot of times the radio guy would go to television later on and do mm-hmm. like, you know, uh, you know, get like a TV show or whatever. If, they were, tr- if they were good looking If they were good looking and they could read their lines or whatever, yeah. you know. But yeah, there was a lot of crossover. But, but at this point in the 50s, 
there were still radio shows as in like you know maybe the shadow or something like that but mm-hmm. that was dying down right because you were starting obviously to get, now it's on tv but not everybody had a tv in the 50s it wasn't until the later 50s <laughs> where everybody started that was a luxury TV. item that many could not afford exactly n- yeah ever you know i know uh if you t- i talk to my parents or i'll ask them they'll tell me the specific year when their neighborhood Someone in the neighborhood got a, a, a TV. They'd go over their house or look yeah. through the window. Or what, what was that guy? Uh, fat, fat Cross. There was some guy. There was some guy who who ran like one of those rundown like uh, eatery, mm-hmm. where in the back there was cards, oh. and they also had like a TV. They he got a TV and everyone would go there to uh, yeah. to eat, illicitly gamble and watch television. You know, what's better than that? Nothing. And yeah. Fat Cross, and I guess they, he used to. Re- he was a really a prick. And he'd yell at the kids and get out of here, and he'd yell at them if they <laughs> if they won too much pinball, uh, they he'd okay. kick them out like one of those guys, just like yeah, a real yeah, jackass, yeah, you know. Yeah. So all right, well we're up to the fifties, and then um, and if you heard that in there, record producers, I'm not adverse to kickbacks. Wink, wink. No, but but in, but instead of payola, we we get paid in Crayola. I get paid in Bitcoin. Bitcoin. I think if you get paid in Crayolas and I get paid in Bitcoins, you're going to win that fight. Yeah, All right. We'll, so. we'll be right back. Mm, I love scotch. I love scotch. Scotch is got scotch. Here it goes down. Down into my belly. Mm-mm-mm.
hate and more cared for you. We define the ruin to live up to. We're amongst the kin, tender roam, arriving in ruin is escapist. It's alone with the loneliest in you. Better off you are. Better. sort of dog. Alright. Oh, come on. Label your streets like the rest of the country. Alright, that was John Snodgrass. Uh, the CD is called Visitor's Band. I played for you Not That Rad and Murderfield. As always, check the show notes. If you go to bunchofdorks.com and you click on the Bunch of Dorks button, You'll see each of the shows listed out. There's 257 of them. And you can, uh, and each one of the band, bands will have a link. Oftentimes, it's just Facebook. So if you if you search out Ninja Gun or John Snodgrass on Facebook, you, right, they'll be right there, you know. So uh, I, I encourage you to go out and check out some of this awesome music that we play for you each week. So uh, support them. They've given us their, their product to share with you. So make it count. All right. Anyway, back to Paola and the scams and the s- <laughs> yeah Paola. Yeah, well, that was like a that was a that was a big deal. That I guess that Freed guy who I think he he invented the word rock and roll. He was the one who started the rock and roll shows. He he got busted on that, and I think that ruined his uh, career. And then uh, that's rough, man. Yeah, I mean, but. To me, that's a very fine line. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, maybe it's not. Maybe it was really overt. Like, what am I missing? Like, you know. Well, I think I think what it is is that if they pay you to play a certain record, that means other people don't Mm. get a chance. So you know, you're guaranteed. You're not guaranteed to have a hit, but 
you've got like a you know. Isn't that how our government works? Oh well. You like yeah, I mean, like isn't that like oh, do, doesn't the the contractor that gets the like the yeah. bid the bid usually take the senators out for a nice <laughs> night and dinner and drinking and talking about it? But wink, here's yeah. your hooker and coke. Yeah, you know. Yeah. But yeah. whatever. Yeah. All right. That's so, the ironic part about yeah. it. Yeah. So the fifties are are kind of they're that that's almost I I kind of I shouldn't say the heyday of it. 50s was really prominent. No, it wasn't. I think it was at the beginning. Yeah, this, and then the 60s. Of AM radio top 40. Yeah, AM radio. On. So it, was it still all AM back then? When I think when did so. FM hit? I don't know, but I mean the the only the, when I when I first found out about FM was in the 70s. Okay. In the 60s, I'm pretty sure for most of the kids it was AM, and maybe for the audiophiles it was FM. I mean FM might have been like classical stations, and it might have been like jazz stations but rock and roll didn't really or rock music at that point didn't really invade fm until like the early 70s so in the 60s you know you had you know the 50s guys of course you know elvis you know all that kind of stuff and it was uh, i'm not sure if it was all i don't know how it was segregated you know i mean when i when i first um Listen to radio. It was all like I don't know the best way to put it was youth music. You know, it, uh-huh, been, uh-huh. it was Motown. It was rock and roll. It was a little bit. They would have a couple of country hits. You know, right. like it could have been like Buck Owens or whatever. You know, I don't know if they had the country charts or any separation before. It was just like the records would come out, and if a lot of people bought them, and Billboard would count the sales, it would be a hit. Then they would play it. You know, right. at some point it got separated. And then, you know, but the 60s was, was, I mean, because it's when I was around, when I started listening to radio, that was to me like the best of the best because you had everything on there. Like I said, you had Motown, you had the British Invasion, right. you had like, um, you know, the, 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 the um, whatchamacallit, like the solo singers, like the, the girl singers, like the Nancy Sinatras and stuff like that. Right. You had pop, you would have a country song, and that was what you heard on your radio on your top 40 station so you would be getting everything nowadays everything is separated into categories and it makes it a lot mm. less interesting so less. yeah and i did just did a quick search and it said that fm's fm became popular it says 50s through the 70s and reality of it was i mean fm has been around since forever yeah. but it was it wasn't until like the receivers became more uh affordable yeah and then they started going into cars which like is what we said else. you know but one of the, when did like do you think radio was freer back then oh, or yes, now? It was. Well, y- yes. Not only was it freer, it was it was more diverse. That's what I meant by yeah. And freer it, is and, a great and word. It was, and it was also um, less formula. That yeah, because now it's a formula. Now the rock stations play the same forty songs. Oh my god, it's and it's terrible. computerized. So who? So it's just like it's become totally automated. It's like a. It's like a machine at the. Uh, it's like a. It's like a. The Pez. Disp- not a Pez. It's like a dispenser, like a Coke machine or yeah. whatever. You know, the same seven. Flavors. Now I do think that. Uh, well, from what I understand, there used to be a lot of places that you just make your own record. Yeah. So there was a. Sh- there was a ton of, just whoever's making records. Well, back in the you know, other thing too about back in the back in the sixties, young kids, that they had regional song so you would get like the top 40 hits but if a, if a local group like uh the barons or whatever had a hit with like s- some gimmicky song and it caught on it would actually get played on your local station so they would be actually on the same wavelength 
uh, they, they would be competing for the same market or every kid would listen to it as long as well as the Supremes or the Beatles or whoever they would listen wow. to like a local song so that's how a lot of these like uh, garage bands got popular regionally because they would have regional hits played on the radio you don't see that happening no anymore. oh my god it's, uh, it's totally it's totally controlled by you know you know the the radio companies and it's totally like it, like is that like formulate. one person making a decision like one old white guy who's out of touch no i don't mean i'm well, not picking on old white it, guys i just mean yeah, like cause I am is one. there like i am one I, ooh. <laughs> so should I, so am i supposed to just like if i was in charge of who cares whatever capcom or uh there was a guy in the 70s, okay, 70s radio, 60s radio, AM radio, from what I remember, was pretty freeform, but it was just basically the hits. Uh-huh. That was the deal. It was just a pet. Now, in the 70s, when FM started to, like you said, it became more, there were more players and it became more affordable, then the radio stations were kind of like getting away from the hits, so that was where, how they were different. They would play like a Beatles album, but instead of playing like I Want to Hold Your Hand... They would play like the medley from Abbey Road, mm. or they would instead of like maybe if Black Sabbath Iron Man would be a hit, they would play like War Pigs, or they would they would play the longer songs. They were more freeform. They were more like counterculture, you know what I mean? They right. were they, they they were they were they were like you know in the 60s they they the, the they they catered to the teeny bopper. In the 70s they kind of they kind of to whatever you call it, the hippie or the hipster uh-huh. or the long hair or whatever and you still had am and there was still like rock and roll hits but there was there was starting uh, you know the 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 more sappy stuff started to come back right. you know whereas the fm bands were tailoring like 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 led zeppelin's a good example led zeppelin was a band that decided for the most part even though they did release singles they weren't going to release singles mm-hmm. they wanted you to listen to the album because that's where they were going to make all their money so they were an fm band even though you know kind of Communication breakdown, a whole lot of love wasn't AM hit. They were more geared toward FM, so bands started doing right. that. I remember hearing that that they were like, nope, no, no 45s. They I mean, did put some out. Of course, I mean they have to. Like, they like have, the in pres- Britain too. In the Britain. pressure would make them do it, but yeah. mostly they wouldn't have the flood of them. Like, you can get twenty five thousand different Elvis 45s, where there's probably well, think about it this 50, way. They, uh, they, they, know, they were genius. They decided, why are we going to just sell a 45? That costs like fifty cents, and that's all they're going to listen to. Whereas we can sell you an album that's going to cost you yeah. four bucks. Oh, yeah. So you're going to we're going to be getting a hell of a lot more money if you buy the album than if you just buy the forty-five. And if you buy the both, even great. So then, and the, you know, the FM was a better sound quality. Mm. Of course, the audiophile came in. You started people started getting the big before in, a, in the sixties. You had the little transistor. Then people started getting you know systems with big speakers and. <sighs> Amplifiers. Oh my and God! All that yeah, stuff. I remember. I, I, I remember my first boombox. Yeah. I thought I w- it was the greatest thing in the world, man. It was like so. And this is just a, a cassette player with one speaker, but it was big enough that it was like kind of loud. I used to love that thing, man. And this is obviously. But even before you know, the boomboxes, like we have in the living room, you'd have the tune, t- the tuner, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the turntable, and all that. So you were kind of like not only could you listen to. You know, the radio really like, you know, high quality, unless like some tinny little thing, but you could listen to your records. So then, of course, the band started putting more into the music because obviously you There's can, you can you know, the, the recording, you know, the, the 16 tracks, 30, 24 tracks, so you could put more into the music and people would actually listen to it. Layers so the and layers music and layers, got yeah. more, you know, complicated and it got more progressive in a lot of ways because you could actually listen to it. Whereas before that, 
all you could hear was basically the four guitars and barely the drums in the background. So they tailored, you know, but that's not, that's why they made mono records and then stereo because the mono was perfect for AM because it was just like compressed and in your face. Whereas in stereo, you would have one thing coming out of one sta channel, one uh, coming out of the other one. You put your headphones on. Oh, wow, man. Yeah. You know. <laughs> like far out. Yeah, and then, of course, you said, like you said, when it started hitting the vans and the cars and the, mm. the players, the A-track players and all that. So it evolved into that, which to me is like a really cool... Progression, yeah. Progression, then it got worse. Yeah, <laughs> well, well, we'll get to the... Then it got worse next after then this. Uh, we're going to take a quick music break. We'll be right back. His wife goes out and owes money all over town and they pee on my rug? They pee on your fucking rug? They peed on my fucking rug. That's right, dude. They peed on your fucking rug. I hate the guy who wants to be better. I hate the guy who wants to be better.
are only two things I can't stand in this world. People who are intolerant of other people's cultures and the Dutch. That's the greatest. That, that, that quote makes me laugh every time. <laughs> okay, uh, that was Mika Bomb with Shut I, Your I Mouth. I Mika Bomb. Yeah, that with, uh, they, I played for you, Shut Your Mouth, Betty Page, and Hey Man. Yeah, so. Triple shot, a triple shot. Triple shot. <laughs> that, they, they've been around for a while, haven't they? Yeah, they. Let, I've been using their music for a long time. It, it wasn't, uh, I'm not sure if she's Asian or not, but wasn't that late girl from Lady... From the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs, like nominated for an Academy Award, get Karen O, I think is her name. Huh. You ever heard of the band of Yeah, Yeah, Yeah? Yeah. I think she was singing on the Academy Awards. Oh, really? She, yeah, uh-huh. I think she was up for some song. I, she's Asian, isn't she? Or yeah, no? probably. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I was like, oh, okay. Nice. Interesting. Anyway, no, I want to I go back and, and say that in the 60s, there were country stations and there were country charts and there were but but i think everything melded into a and top 40 more so than what was starting to happen in the 70s where there Mm -hmm. was a a rock station only that wouldn't play any soul so then the soul station and then you know the country and the classical and the jazz and all that so what happens to one of the things i can never quite understand and i guess listening to the radio back then in the 70s or yes yeah you were um back i guess when I started really like my my parents of course always played music they played records they didn't put my they didn't listen to the radio very much okay. um when I was a teen I listened to a lot of records I had like ACDC and Black Sabbath and stuff like that but I also um there was like a cool radio station to listen to it was WZZO in in uh Bethlehem Easton Allentown area mm. and they were the rock station and I remember them fondly. They were very popular. Of course, small towns, that kind of stuff has to take off yeah. more. Yeah. You know, there was no other choices. Um, but they, I thought, and maybe I'm just remembering this through a, a kid's dumb head, I thought they had a lot more stuff going on. I thought they played a lot more ver- variety of they music. Did. They um, did. At some point, to me, radio just became like so like a bloated lumbering dinosaur that's just the same repetitive shit I couldn't even stomach it like I couldn't even I can't stand to listen to a radio right now I guarantee I can I'll hear the same song in an hour within an hour yeah. I'll hear the same song and there's millions and millions and millions and millions of bands and records out there how can you di- well, dis- distill it down to the same in, in the, shitty songs in the, in the 70s during the rock era some uh-huh. I forgot who the guy's name was but I remember I remember him reading about him. There was a guy who came up with a format for 70s rock. Neat. Instead of like just free-forming it and playing like maybe the Grateful Dead and then the Beatles and then maybe like Yes or, you know, something a little more eclectic, they, the, some guy came up on the idea. It's like, just let's just pick three or four songs from each album that we know are the most safe popular, and what, the safe, and, 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 then, and then let's just pro- play them every hour. And we'll make more money off advertising, and it and it worked. And then, That's and then, amazing. And then, and and kind of, I don't know if it was like a, a a synchronicity kind of thing, but around that time, you started getting some of those corporate rock bands, you know, that took all the cool stuff like we talked about before from the other bands and made them safer. Yeah, it was just know? a casserole of like other safer uh, stuff of genre, but with all the edge taken out, with yeah. all the all the virtuoso and all the keyboards, but none of the imagination, maybe. But, I mean, they're still okay songs. I mean, I'm not going to put down those bands or anything like that. I didn't like them at the time. Now I 
recall them with a little more fondness because everything, everything nostalgia, nostalgia, right. you know, kind of hits in, and you're like, yeah, you know, it's better than now, blah blah blah. But it kind of, it, it kind of, those bands, when when the radio in the 70s became the rock, and I'm just talking about, became more like homogenized or more, what uh, whatever the word is, you know, when they became more like targeted towards hits or album hits uh-huh. whereas like any other song on the album not just what you consider the most popular songs then bands th- kind of like started to change their music to just be that one song to that to yes instead of instead of like going in the direction of one of the more odder songs on an album mm-hmm. they decided to like you know make their songs all sound like war pigs or or iron man or whatever oh instead my of, god instead well, of like yeah. planet caravan or whatever you whatever you know so Back in the 70s, you would get the odd song played on the radio, and you'd be like listening to it and go, wow, that's kind of interesting. I can't believe that got on the radio because it's not really that catchy, yes. but it's interesting. And they took the interesting out See, of that, it. See, that's, I, like, when did being odd or different, or even when did it become illegal for something to be played that maybe you don't like? Like, if you're driving Those along. Those guys that figured it out, they figured out that advertisers, yeah, they're going to pay more money. Of course they're wrong, but they're going <laughs> to. But Joe Public in his car doesn't care about, like, the extended version of Roundabout. He just wants to get, like, the three minute version, and somebody oh decided, guess. hey, let's, let's just yeah. do that because we can sell more advertising. Because I know, I now I think we're so far gone, we could never go back that way. Like, now, if you don't like something, it is. Ob- it's, it seems like, especially with the inception of the internet, yeah. um, they will immediately go on Facebook and post how you're an idiot and horrible yeah. for trying something different, yeah. and 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 just that's it. It's it. The whole thing is so painted with a big, br- uh, wide brush stroke. There is no room for any creativity, which is weird because you'd think it would be more. But the problem is, in these days, this is really a weird kind of esoteric thing. I want to say, some people are taking different and kind of making it boring in a way you know it's like they're trying to be different because they know it's different instead of like hipster, being different, like they're trying to be hipster yes, exactly hipster, in, yeah. instead of just letting it be, not just happen just, differently because wh- where would where would devo go where would b52s yeah. be where in yeah. in this landscape they would just die away they, they, they'd be like oh you're so dumb listen how weird this sounds when back then it was exciting and different because everything else sounded the same well, the, well they wh- pushed a genre they were like no we're going to do it this way. And everyone was like, wow, that's cool. Well, what happened in the late 70s was that, okay, the, the, this is already like the the 70s FM rock station was already like, we're rock. And the other we're not like, going to be different. Guess yeah. what happened when punk rock came up? Nobody played them. Yeah, and they're like, well, shove it up your ass. That's Nobody what, played them. That's em. what punk said. You know, they're like, Basically, uh, one station in Miami for three months when they were in limbo and when they were in the process <laughs> of being sold, yeah. the big station, she became a punk rock station for three months they and probably they were, were playing pop- the coolest stuff you they could imagine. They were probably so popular. They actually got written up in Rolling Stone as the, the second or third best station in the country and then when they got sold off nope. then they went back to like Freebird uh, twice, <laughs> twice an hour yeah. and uh, Stairway to Heaven every hour and then they would have like uh, the Zeppelin at 10. We're going to play some three or four Zeppelin songs at 10. Mm-hmm. They, Zeppelin which is now considered one of the greatest bands ever which they are was 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 a fucking thorn in our sides in the 70s because they played Stairway every effing day. Why do you think Robert Plant didn't want to play Stairway when they... When he was they, sick of it. He was sick I of mean, it. I mean, and he... Li- he he wrote the song. This is your own creation. You're like, look, can this just go away, please? Like, yeah. You know, 
that's, that's what it became. And that's what that's my vision of of radio as a whole. I kind of can't believe radio is still around. Yeah. Because with everything have we cars. Have, well, with yeah, but my car they have MP3 players. My car has an MP3. My car has a flash drive, yeah, or a, a yeah. USB for my flash drive yeah. that I have a 32 gig in that I have. 100 million songs on. I'll never turn on the radio again, you know. Yeah, yeah, and I yeah, still yeah. have backup CDs in case that flash drive yeah, goes yeah, bad. Because yeah, yeah. God forbid I actually, like, you know, don't have music playing. Yeah, right. Because I, I really love music. I yeah. really love music. And I really love different music. Not to be cool. I just mean, like, I like hearing stuff that people go, ah, or what is that? Or stuff that you've never heard before, maybe? How about that? Yeah. Why how about instead, you, of list, <laughs> about instead of playing everything I've heard a million times, play something I've never heard before? Why do you think these the Japanese garage bands I'm finding just stir me up? Because it shouldn't be. It's wrong from the get-go. Like, there's a shrill voice, and there's screaming guttural hate, and there's just crazy songs. I'm like, yeah. Okay. Something for freaking, for God's sake, something different. Something that's not open a can and pour it, and there you go, here's your music, you know. Okay, but something interesting happened in the 80s, alongside MTV. Video killed the radio yeah, star. Long, we're going to yeah. take a music break, then we're going to come back, and we'll yeah. we'll we'll wrap up. This is going to be longer than an hour, but that's okay. We're yeah, talking about music. Yeah. Mock. Yeah. Ing. Yeah. Bird. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Mockingbird, don't everybody have you heard? Have you heard? She's gonna buy me a Mockingbird. And if that Mockingbird don't sing, she's gonna buy me a diamond ring. And if that diamond ring
Forever, you sure you know where you're going? Yeah, I know this place pretty good. I went to law school here. In Costco? Yeah, I couldn't believe it myself. Luckily, my dad was an alumnus and pulled some strings. Yes, we're reminiscing some of these comedies we saw. Because that, that, that scene with uh, in Dumb and Dumber, is, yeah. first of all, it starts with a, hey, you want to hear the most annoying sound in the world? And he screams in his ear. Yeah, I remember and that. then they start singing, and all those immigrants they picked up were playing guitar in the back. <laughs> Just comedy gold. It really, it just is unbelievable. Anyway, we were talking about radio. We're obviously, we're, we're, so what, what part were you getting to? Okay, well, in the 70s, you know, they started becoming corporate and boring and, you know, generic, I guess is oh, the oh, word. Oh, sorry. We played the Soho Dolls. Oh, my God. I'm, I'm very sorry, everyone. Oh. That was the Soho Dolls. I played for you Stripper and 1724. Now, I'm sorry to interrupt. Go ahead. Back to you. What okay. Well, in the 70s, like I said, the radio station became corporate and boring. I mean, they were still okay. They were, you could still listen to them every once in a while because whatever. You know, they were there, and you were, like, in the car, and you didn't want to yeah. listen to, you know, whatever other station was. So it's like, okay. But then in the 80s, ra- college stations started to hit, and college radio huh. became a big deal. And that, had a co- that coincided a little bit with MTV because MTV in the beginning was kind of like, Figuring itself out, you know. Yeah, because that was all over the place. Yeah. It was awesome. Which was cool. That's it exactly was right. It was so awesome. Even if you hated the song, you were like, well, the next song might be Ministry. Or, exactly. Or, or who knows? Or, or who or the It could hell be knows? Wall of Voodoo, or it could be you REM, or it could be The Replacement. They literally just put everything in a, in a bomb and just threw it at the wall. It just it? exploded, man. It was crazy. And, was and so what cool. that did, basically, was it, it helped all the British bands who actually went out of their way and made videos, because... Mm-hmm. 
we didn't, if you remember in the 70s, I don't remember seeing that many videos on TV. You'd have Midnight Special, Don Kirshner's Rock Concert, or... or uh, I never saw in any. In concert, and the bands would actually play live. They wouldn't show any clips. Occasionally, you would see a clip, but the British were making clips to show on television all the mm. time, so you'd never see them. So then all of a sudden, MTV comes along, and what do they have? This plethora of British bands that are it's going out of their crazy. way to make... Crazy. And, and, and MTV it hits, because cable's becoming like huge... Because uh, cable, of course, killed basically regular TV. Or that's the way. I, that's what I think the first massive major shakeup to radio ever had uh-huh. was when MTV hit, and they're like, and because then there was experimental stuff, Herbie Hancock, oh, yeah, Devo. Yeah. There was like all this crazy stuff, and all of a sudden, people were tuning in to watch music instead of listening to it, and listening to it kind of came like, eh. yeah, and all these bands like Devo wouldn't get crap on the radio unless they wouldn't play them unless you would get like a hipster station in new york like wlr that would play it. but in miami i don't remember there being a hipster station we had at nothing, all man we had nothing we yeah had so it was nothing. just like straight on rock or whatever so then because of the mtv thing then college radio which was always there kind of picked up on that thing and they started playing rem they started playing like stuff like the b-52s that got popular i think they might have b-52s might have gotten popular little bit earlier during the new wave of the oh they started playing the talking heads or stuff like that which which was already had some kind of like no a notoriety but then they started playing like you know the punk bands like the replacements or the or Husker Du or the mm. Minutemen and stuff so then that was a place where where you didn't want to listen to uh you know Stairway to Heaven again you'd put on the college radio and you hear some new sounds and then basically that was like a lower like 88.5 was usually the uh-huh. We had VUM down there, and then you started getting record stores that catered to it. Because I remember down in South Florida, we had a store called Open Books and Records that was just all that stuff. You you just nice. go, you'd listen to VUM and go to Open, and they'd have it. Or uh, another one that I don't know if it's still there or not called Yesterday and Today Records. It was all, mm-hmm. I mean, they would have rock sections, but they were mostly that style of music, the independent music, yeah, which indie. is what you play indie music, and that was like the early indie music. Indie. Indy, tell me to rub Indy. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> you, that that's where you that's the they, those two would symbiotic with each other. So you'd you'd have that you know going mm. on, and if you couldn't get it, well then you would be stuck with you know the regular rock station. WZZO. Or, yeah, or WSHE in Allentown. Well, actually, we had two. We had GTR and we had three. GTR which didn't last long in Miami. Zeta Four, and then she, and the only ones that's still around is Zeta Four, I think. Wow. Yeah. Well, I guess that we're 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 well over, but um, interesting topic. We haven't even gotten to some of the crazier stuff, which we'll have to save for another time. Yeah. Really, I want to talk about shock jocks at some point because. Well, yeah, the shock jock, the morning zoo thing showed up, and then and then where radio is, which is what we're doing right now. We are a form of radio right now, which is not on the air. It's See, they the haven't internet. figured out a way to charge us and and regulate us yet. Not yet. That's what the problem. Like, I think that's what they want. Yeah. Because radi- cars now have internet in them. It's yeah. only a matter of time before cars are going to start having internet radio stations. And it's only a matter of time before people are listening to a bunch of dorks in their ra- in their car. I would and, hope so. And they can't have that without revenue. Nobody wants nobody wants to give anything for free, apparently, yeah. except me. I've been doing it for 100 years. Yeah. <laughs> so, but whatever. So, we're going to have to... We'll wrap it up for today, um, but we we are going to revisit this because this is I, this is like kind of something that's really um, interesting to me. 
I have to go out and get some information about it, watch some documentaries, watch some stuff, because it's kind of cool. Well, you, you know? lived it. I mean, you know, you, you've you lived all... You, from the 80s up, you've lived the changes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know. But I mean, I like that. Like, I love to learn more about the Paola scandal and stuff like that. There's some stuff out there that is significant enough that I should do a little bit of research, but whatever. Anyway, thank you very much, Dr. Morbius. Um, make sure you hit up Dr. Morbius's website, um, Destination Nightmare. Destination Nightmare, yeah. For all kinds of podcasting and other kinds of cool stuff. Lots of... Uh, Lots of, lots of free stuff. Free stuff, which is yay for that. Yeah. And go to uh, bun- or go to slowrobot.gogo.wordpress.com, and go to bunchofdoors.com, and go to your local radio station and tell them you want Mao to be on air with Doctor Morbius <sighs> and the wacky, yeah. the wacky zoo morning hour show of dumbness. The actually, the, the actually morning zoo started on AM radio. It wasn't mm. FM. It was on AM, but that's a whole different. That'd be topic. funny. If, that'd be fun if we could get picked up and played. That somewhere. would be great. And money. To be able to make money off this? Yeah. Never happen. We would get squeezed out. No, we'll do the squeezing. No, we wouldn't. Yeah, because I would take all the payola scams I could get. I'd be like, yeah. I'd be like floating away in a hot air balloon with big bags that have dollar signs on. Do you want me play? Sure, like, no problem. Feel suckers. I'd be like, you're gonna get indicted. I was like, catch me in my hot air balloon. <laughs> yeah, well, that was because and of FCC. Float away. It was because of FCC regulations that. That happened. If you don't have FCC regulating you, who cares if they're paying you to play music? I bet you the FCC doesn't have a hot air balloon. That's why I would escape from them. There you go. And I would just laugh maniacally with my twirling, well, yeah, my mustache. And, 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 well, in Britain, they had the BBC and they had the pirate radio stations. The BBC was playing, you know, their music, you know, and they would play some interesting stuff. But that stuff, but then like the pirate radio would be a radio station on a boat. And they would play like punk rock and different things, and and they would be they were illegal. They were but they were in international waters maybe or something. I don't know. They were somewhere. That's a whole different you know. But that happened in. I Britain. wish there was like a pirate boat. We are pirate radio. No, I know, but I mean, I wish there was like a, an actual with cannons and like the oh, like yeah. the, the the skull and crossbones, except it'd just be like crossed radio towers and be like, yeah. and they just have like. There's just a guy cracking whips and people are being DJs in the bottom. Oh, yeah. Oh, That's yeah. the way to go, man. Oh, yeah. A way vast, to go, man. A vast ye mateys. <laughs> it's time for some pirate radio. Arr. Arr, I have no pirate uh, character in my arsenal. Okay. Arr. <laughs>